Welcome to Marksman, a podcast for men who've been marked by Christ and who are aiming their lives at Christ-likeness. I'm Mark Spellman, your host. I want to welcome you to the podcast, men. Thanks for tuning in, watching here on YouTube or on whatever Audible platform you might be listening to. I want to welcome you to the conversation. Uh, been enjoying a conversation. I've personally been really enjoying this conversation in the last few weeks as we're diving into what we're calling a to-be list. You know, we all know what a to-do list is. We live by our to-do list, don't we, men? And uh, that's a good thing, you know, having good priorities, being organized. You know, half the time, if we don't write it down, we're going to forget it, right? So it's good to have that to-do list. But it's also good to, for our heart's sake, to have a to-be list, you know, to make sure that identity-wise we're really focused and we're working as much on what we are being as much as what we are doing. Because as one comedian I heard say, we are human beings, not human doings. So kind of a play on words, but it, it makes the point. So we've talked about recently, if you've missed any of the episodes, you can check it out. Um, each one stands alone, so you can go back one by one and, and watch them or listen to them. But First, we talked about being present, how important it is to be present. And then recently, we talked last week about being content, being content. And we married that with being thankful, how those two really run together in our life. And once we're learning to be content, learning to be thankful, uh, we're going to find out we're going to be a lot happier men. We're going to be a lot more glad, a lot more joyful um, through that contentment and through that thankfulness. Amen. Well, today, let's talk about being strong. You know, as men, we need to be strong, right? We got to be strong first for ourselves because we have opposition. We got resistance out there, right? We face trials and tribulation and tests every single day. Temptation. Got to be strong. Yet here's the thing I don't want this conversation to kind of be like a raw, raw locker room, get hyped, um, just be strong. You no. Know? Um, there's a way that we are strong and made strong. Um, you know, David, it says, the psalmist says, he encouraged himself in the Lord. He, In other words, he tapped into strength. He tapped into courage as he, as he waited on the Lord. Now, his, if the context of that, that verse there is when they came back to Ziglag, the, the, village was burnt down, their wives and children were stolen, and it got so bad, they all were so heartbroken that eventually his mighty men, those who were with him, they were ready to get a new leader. I mean, they, they were talking about stoning him. I mean, it got bad. And yet the Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord. In other words, he pressed into his relationship with the Lord. He he found courage. He incur he entered into courage in the Lord, in his walk with the Lord. He he found that courage in God's presence. He found that strength in his presence. In fact, one of my favorite uh, verses along these lines is Ephesians six and verse ten. I'm going to pull that up here. Ephesians six. And verse 10, I, I particularly like it in the Amplified because it highlights something. It says in Ephesians 6.10, in conclusion, he's wrapping up his writing to the Ephesians, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord 
Uh, doesn't that sound just like David? He encouraged himself in the Lord. And notice in that passage, if you go back and read about that passage in Ziglag, you can just put into your little Bible software, just type in Ziglag, and it'll give you the chapter and verse and reference. I'm not pulling it up on my mind right now. I can't give it to you, but you can reference it real easy. But when he was dealing with that, not only did he encourage himself in the Lord, he said he sought the Lord. Should we pursue? He not only encouraged himself in the Lord, then he began to ask the Lord for direction and for wisdom. And that's where he found his strength was when he was seeking God for direction. And the Lord said, yes, you shall, you shall win. I want you to pursue and to recover every single thing. It's a, oh, I remember now it's first Samuel 30. Just remembered first Samuel 30. You can go read all about it. He pursued and he recovered every single thing as he encouraged himself in the Lord. Just like it says here in Ephesians 610, it says in conclusion, be strong in the Lord. So again, being strong, men, is not just because we're men, because we're male. There's a, there's a lot of men, a lot of males that they're not strong. They're not strong emotionally. They're not strong spiritually. And we're not even dealing with physical stuff. Anybody can work and get stronger physical. What we're talking about here is that inner strength. You know, I remember one time I, I didn't read the book, but I saw the book on a bookshelf and, it, it, and I thumbed through some of the points on it. It was really interesting. It was called AQ, AQ. And what it was, the whole book was talking about, a lot of times we study intelligence and we study IQ, and then we study a person's emotional health and strength. They call that EQ, your emotional quotient. But this book was called AQ. And what this book was about was how we handle adversity adversity what's our adversity quotient we can measure intelligence we can measure emotion but we can also measure how do we handle adversity because we're going to have it we're going to in fact we need to have it i got like three stories started here but i remember also another time i saw a study lisa bevere uh, shared this in one of her podcasts i listened to one time about a, a biodome that was created in southwest uh, uh, of the United States. And it was a huge biodome where they were trying to produce the perfect uh, atmosphere for all kinds of things to grow. Not people, animals, plants, crops, trees, all kinds of things. So they were creating this perfect environment. And they did it. And it was going well for years. Um, well, I'm not, I shouldn't say years, but it was going well for a long time. And what eventually happened, though, some of the trees, as they got larger, they they just began falling over. You hear that? Here's This is real life, gentlemen. That's my coffee maker kicking off. I made a good cup of coffee. So anyway, busted here in the studio. Uh, had my coffee maker going, making my coffee earlier. But anyway, it's cycling off, so that's done. Anyway, this biodome. What was happening in the biodome was these trees were falling over. And when the trees were falling over, it was discovered they didn't have the depth of root for one big reason. They didn't have wind. They didn't have wind in the biodome. And so there was no adversity to those plants, to those trees especially. So their roots weren't going deep. They were shallow roots and they were just falling over. So like I said, we actually need some adversity 
Because when we have adversity, it causes our roots to go down deep and we get strong. So this book called The Adversity Quotient was really interesting. I remember reading through it. It was broken up into three categories. I didn't read the whole book. I can't necessarily um, vouch for the book and what it all broke down, but I definitely liked the title and I definitely liked what it broke down as the three categories and what it was. There's climbers, campers, and quitters. That's how it broke up, you know, based on how you handle adversity, you and I, you're either going to keep climbing or you're going to set up camp when you find a place where you don't have as much adversity or you're just going to quit. You're just going to retreat. So depending on your adversity quotient, which would say your strength in the Lord, you're going to handle adversity one of three ways. You're going to find a place to camp, just get to some place where there's some relief and comfort. You're going to quit. You're just going to just quit on that, quit on that relationship, quit on that project, quit on that ministry, quit on that business, whatever, or you're going to keep climbing. In other words, you're going to keep pushing through the resistance. And this should really be hitting home because what is marksman? We're aiming our life at Christ's likeness. Philippians 3, 14 or 13 and 14, Paul says, I press, I press towards the mark. For the prize of the high calling of God in Christ. What's a press? It's pushing through adversity. It's pushing through the resistance. And all of that requires strength. We can't push or press if we don't have strength, but where do we get the strength? It's in him. Now let me grab up Ephesians 6.10 again. We'll finish reading. It says in Ephesians 6.10 in the Amplified in conclusion, be strong in the Lord. And here's what the Amplified brings out. Be empowered through your union with him. That's where our power comes from. That's where our strength to not just camp or quit, but to keep climbing comes from. It comes through our union with him. It comes through our personal relationship with Jesus. It comes through our time in his word, time in prayer, time in worship, time in community with a body of believers, just working in your community with another body of believers as a family, we are empowered through our union. Those are all ways that we're in union with him. Obviously, 1 Corinthians 6, 17 says, he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So you're, you're as much in union with him as you can be. You are one with him in spirit. But I'm talking other dimensions, other layers to that relationship with him. We have relationship with him through the word of God. That's one of the ways we're in union with him. We have relationship with him through prayer, through conversation, both speaking and listening. We have have, uh, union with him through other relationships in the body of Christ, through community, through brothers and sisters in Christ, people who know the same Lord as you know, you learn something about him through them. I, some of the greatest advances in my Christian walk was just getting around other men who knew God better. I, I would describe it that way, or they knew him different than I did. It was the same Jesus, same Lord, but they, they had went a little further. They were a little more intimate. They knew God better than I did. And their knowledge of him, their walk with him, just being around them, doing life with them, working with them, it not only challenged me, it inspired me, and I learned. 
I learn through community. I learn through relationship. So being empowered through our union with him, it's yet, first of all, it's very personal, very personal, very intimate. You know, we go to our father who sees in secret and our father who is in secret rewards us openly. In fact, when I pastored, one of the things, uh, if any of you are watching, you were in our church when we pastored um, up in the Kansas City area, you will remember me saying this because I said it often, and it's something I live by. It's it's true that there are some things I can only get alone with God. I, I can't get them from someone else. I can't get it any other place. I got to get alone with God. I got to go into the secret place, and I got to get alone with God. That's where I'm going to get it. So there's some strength. I can only get there. There's some courage I'm only going to find when I'm alone with God. Me and my Bible. Just me and me and my Bible, me and the Lord, me in a quiet place, praying in the Holy Ghost, waiting on the Lord, reading the word, worshiping, just some good music just to worship with just alone, being still in his presence. There's some things I'll only get being alone with him. There's some strength that I need in my life. I'm only going to get that strength or that courage by being alone with him. Then flip the coin. I mean, there's, there's value to both sides of the coin, right? Flip the coin. There are some things I can only get through relationship. That's why the Bible says, don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. And he says, even more as you see the day approaching. Well, I tell you, the day is approaching. We need to make sure we are assembling, we are getting together, we are, we are connected to the body of Christ in a vital way, the family of God in a vital way these days now more than ever because the deception is great, the warfare is great, the temptation, the trials, the tests are only going to get greater so we need to make sure we're not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, amen. We need to be with each other. And sometimes we need to be, be together just as men. You know, in the near future, I'm not sure when it's going to be. I'm sure we're going to have some marksman men events. We'll make sure we, we let you know where they are. But if you're not in our region, you're not able to get to something like that, I know there's great events where you're at in your region May have to look, may have to do some research, may have to ask, but there's great men's events, I'm sure, right where you are. But not just as men, I'm talking just as the family of God. We need to be together because just like there's some things I can only get when I'm alone with God, there are some things I can only get when I'm with people, when I'm with family, the family of God, when I'm with other men who love God and love Jesus, who are aiming their lives at Christ likeness. Both are equally vital. I can't trade one for the other, and I need both of them to be strong, to be empowered through my union with him. I love that verse, Ephesians 6.10. We'll wrap up here today. In conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, from him whether it's him personally as you're alone with him or through him as he lives in others. 
as Christ is in others, like Christ is in you. Sometimes the strength we draw from him is from him personally on the throne, in his presence, but also it's going to be drawn from him through relationship as he lives through others. Amen? So he says, draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. His might has no boundaries. Praise God. So in other words, there's there's always access in my heart, in my life, to the strength that I need, to the courage I need. It might mean I need to get alone. It might mean I need to get in a good fellowship, a good gathering. I need to get and just hang out with some good men, loving God, loving Jesus, loving their families, loving their wives, right? Our, our company matters. Wise men run with wise men. Bad company corrupts good morals. I mean, all these things are true. It matters who we're doing life with. It doesn't mean we don't reach out, help people that are hurting, help people that are broken, but we also need to be around healthy people. We need to get around whole and strong people too, because we need to draw strength from each other. Amen. And when necessary, definitely regularly, consistently get alone with God. Just get alone in his presence. Just get quiet before him. Just worship him, wait on him, read his word. Amen. Well, I hope today's conversation has been an encouragement once again as we're diving into our to-be list. And hopefully you'll join us next week. We're not done yet, men. We're going to go a little bit further in our to-be list, and hopefully you'll join us. And if you haven't, if you're listening to this audio, um, if you haven't checked out our YouTube channel, go to YouTube, check out the playlist and check out all the podcasts that are on video platform now on YouTube on Spellman Ministries. You'll see the link below. Also, we want to hear from you, men. Email us at spellmanministries at gmail.com. The link is also below. You can comment. You can ask questions. You can send in prayer requests. You can send in topics, something you want to be uh, talking about here on the podcast. And uh, make sure that you're communicating with us. But excited to have this time with you week after week as we just, as men, together, come together to aim our lives at Christ's likeness.